1: This is CarPro USA, the place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Mills is the CarPro. He ran his own dealerships for decades and served two terms as chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick. Fun fact, Kevin was once hit in the head by a golf ball struck by Tiger Woods' great, great, great grandfather. Uh, just trying to be transparent here. Here they are now on CarPro USA.
2: And we thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. I am your CarPro, Jerry Reynolds, and I'm here to help. And I would be happy to do that if you're thinking about making a move. Let's make sure it's the right one. Right here, every weekend, you can get free advice from somebody that's been in the business for a long, long time and part of the industry for even longer. So, I would love to help you. The phone number Is 800 is 800-926-7777. Our website is carprousa.com. That's where you can subscribe to the free weekly newsletter and get all kinds of information. This is not a gearhead publication. We give you funny stuff. We give you stuff that you can use. And boy, if you own a Ford, five recalls on Fords just this week. There were a bunch. So we give you recalls before you get that information anywhere else. And I'll promise you, if, uh, if, if your vehicle is part of that recall, it gives you an edge because you can, you can call the dealer and say, hey, do you have the parts for this recall? And if not, can I get on a list to get the parts as soon as they come in? And that's, uh, that, that's a real time saver for you. I'll tell you that. So subscribe today. You'll get this week's, which came out yesterday. You'll get it in just a few minutes, and then you'll get another one next Friday and uh, every Friday from there on unless you just want to unsubscribe, but nobody does. So my trusty sidekick is
3: here. You know, after 20 years, I've told people about the show before that weren't really familiar with it. What do you do? And I say, well, I do a radio show on the weekend with a guy that knows everything about cars. And, you know, we answer questions from people and he goes, what do you sell? No, <laughs> oh, nothing. We have sponsors, but Jerry and I don't sell anything. No, you're kidding. No pillows. <laughs> no magic. This.
2: No. No, we don't sell. No anything. knives.
3: No Ginsu knives.
2: No. no? Nothing. Nothing. We don't. We, we need
3: to come up with something
2: to we sell. We don't even. We don't even put ads in the newsletter.
3: We got to come up with something to sell.
2: Oh, uh, okay. I, I'd prefer not to. I know. I well, think I think we're doing all right. Okay. Well, if you prefer not to. <laughs> That's your prerogative. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, review car of the week 2022 BMW X3 M40i in a beautiful blue color with a very light colored interior. It's not quite It's not white. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite white. Yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years. Um but it's kind of an off-white, cream-colored, uh, very pretty interior, actually. Uh, I, li- I like this vehicle a lot. And looking forward to a shot. I did shoot video with it this week. So probably by Monday afternoon, the video and review will be up on carprousa.com. And certainly it will be in the uh, newsletter next weekend uh, when it comes out. Uh, I don't know yet what I've got to review for for next week. Um, it's a little bit up in the air, but starting the 14th of March, I'll have the Audi Q7, actually the Audi SQ7, which is the fast one, uh, followed up by a Lexus LS500, mm-hmm. which I haven't had yet. Um, next week, a 2022 Audi S five convertible should be good weather for that here by then. And the following week, the 2022 Genesis G 80 Sport.
3: Well, that's a big change. I ask you every week, do you know what you're going to be driving Monday? And you go, Nope, not a clue. And now you know what you're going to be driving for a month in advance. Yeah. How'd you change that?
2: Well, There's two companies that handle the press fleet for manufacturers. Mm -hmm. and You bribed one of them. I I switched off to the other one. They don't have the same cars. They don't have the same brands. So I told the one that I usually use, hey, I need to take a one-month hiatus. There's some other brands I need to get in. So that's how that happened. Cool. Yeah, it is kind of nice. And let's talk to Alex in Riverside, California. Alex, thanks for holding. How could I help you, sir? Alex, are you there?
4: Yeah, can you hear
0: me? Yeah,
2: I got you now. Thank you. Hello? Yes, sir.
0: Okay, sorry. I'm a a trucker bonehead driving. (laughs) Um, So I have a few questions. Um, So I have a 2012 Traverse. Uh, I don't drive too many miles, uh, and I take care of my cars, you know, my, my own oil changes and spark plugs and all that. Uh, so I don't really have car issues. So my question is, uh, when the used car started to go up, I was going to, I took it to CarMax, uh, to see if I can sell it to them. And they came up with, I think it was like six or $8,000. So my question is, I know now the cars are a lot higher, uh, used cars. Yeah. So if I was to do it now would it be worth it to sell it to them or somebody else or would it be worth it just to trade it in
2: well you know how many miles are on it
0: a little bit over fifty thousand I don't like I said I don't put too many miles on it
2: yeah no kidding not lot of
0: used.
2: that's that's a good that's a good piece of merchandise right now any used SUV is doing really well at my website alexcarprousa.com. dot com at the top, you'll see sell a car. Click there, put the information with the VIN and a couple of pictures. And within two minutes, uh, you're going to know what – you're going to get two numbers. You're going to get a low side and a high side. They'll go the high side as long as you didn't leave out something that needs to be done, like a broken windshield or a tear in the seed or a big dent or something like that that's the easiest way to do it in my experience is that they are better buyers than Carmax Carmax at times are very good buyers but not all the time. They've got these algorithms and oh, okay. things they they put the they put the you know what kind of car you've got in there and if it doesn't fit their algorithm they're not good buyers enough. they'll buy it but they're going to want to buy it so that they can send it to the auction well that's not what you want. So try that and see if – I guarantee you it's gone up thousands of dollars from what it was before. So, you know, none of us know when the used car market is going to drop. We only know that it is going to drop. So if you can do something now, you'll certainly, certainly pick up thousands of dollars, and I don't think there's any doubt about that whatsoever.
0: Let me ask you this, too. Uh, Real quick. We're almost
2: out of time here.
0: Uh, uh, Okay. I don't want to go upside down on it. Uh, I owe a little bit over, I would say, $5,500 on it. Is it still worth doing that? Oh, yeah.
2: You've You've got a ton of equity there.
1: Car, truck, SUV, bulldozer. Well, okay. We can't really help you find a bulldozer. But for everything else just call Jerry Reynolds. There's a reason I'm called the Car Pro.
3: 1-800-926-7777. This is Car Pro USA. <laughs> well, I just had a little bite of an apple there during the commercial break and thought I'd finish it sooner than i did <laughs> so i'm gonna just just sit here and eat my apple why don't you t-
2: take some calls <laughs> i think i will do that and let's go to mark it's again texas hello mark
4: hey how you doing jerry
2: good pal what's up
4: hey um my wife and i just turned uh a little over 60 years old and uh we're thinking about retirement here in about three or four years We're both driving old vehicles. I've got a 2011 Chevy Silverado 1500, and I put about 30,000 miles a year on. I drive quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, She works from home, and uh, she's currently driving a 2009 uh, Nissan Altima. Yeah. And has about 189,000 on it. So she only drives about 14,000, 15,000 miles a year. Uh, my question is, I, obviously, I'm probably not a good candidate for a lease. as many miles as I put on. No, you're not. You need a pickup anyway, because I do tow trailers and things. I live out in the country. Uh, but what about a lease for her?
2: Yeah, she sounds like a perfect candidate. Um, you know, 15,000 miles a year is the standard term. Um, what Do you have any idea what she would want as far as... Our next vehicle?
4: Yeah, she's uh, she kind of likes uh, the uh, smaller SUVs. Yeah. Personally, I like I'd like to get her into uh, you know a Tahoe or something, but I think that's more than she really needs.
2: And she doesn't need a third row seat.
4: No, no, not at all. Okay,
2: there's some there's some good choices out there in midsize SUVs right now. With the gas prices that we're looking at, I, I like the Toyota Venza a lot, and it's a hybrid. And Toyota hybrids are the best in the industry, and Toyota's always lease well. Uh, you may have, you're probably going to have to get on a waiting list for one, but if even at that, I think that's a great choice for the Ford Edge, has been one that I've recommended for many, many years. And it's been a great SUV because, I mean, right, we, well, we have to think she may end up buying this thing at the end of the lease. So, you know, you right. think, well, three years is not a very long time and, you know, we'll just do something else. But I've seen a lot of people that just said, hey, you know what? I don't want to do I don't want to lease again. I want to own my car. So I'm going to finance it and make make payments on it. So I, right. I always tell people to bear that in mind just in case you end up keeping it. If she really is prone to Nissan, the Murano is a very nice SUV. Uh, but whatever she does, her car is worth good money right now. Any, uh, when I was watching the auction Wednesday, I, I took notice of uh, Toyotas, Hondas, and Nissans. Oh, oh, and Mazda. All of them were bringing big money right now, and she's her miles are fine. You know, I'd say any one of those three would do you well.
4: Uh, What was the name of the Toyota
2: again? The Venza. I've got a review and video up at my website. Um, Mark, there's a little search box at the top right. Just put Venza in there, V-E-N-Z-A, and I did a review with a video so you guys can see inside, outside, get my driving experience with it. I got a real 39 miles to the gallon on the highway. There's not another SUV that will do that. Wow, that's awesome. Well, yeah, okay, $4 right. a gallon. <laughs> yeah. it, and yeah. and I, who knows know. where it's going? You know, it, it may get worse before it gets better. Yeah, I'm
4: thinking about growing corn in my pasture and making my
2: own fuel. There you go. I like that. Um, <laughs> you know, near Silverado, it's not going to have a ton of value. because or, or, Are you around 300,000 miles, it sounded like?
4: Uh, actually, no, actually, I've got, uh, I actually had it parked for about five years while I had, a, a, I was employed with an employer who provided a vehicle. So I've got about the same mileage, about 189000
2: Okay. It's worth some money then. Uh, and if you're going to do something, I'd probably do something before it hits 200000 That's That's kind of a, a break where uh, you're going to suffer some depreciation extra on top of that. But with it, with the market the way it is right now, that truck will bring some money. You'd be fine.
4: Alrighty. Any ideas where I might be able to find the best deal on a good? Uh, and I was listening earlier. You you were really raving about the Fords uh, with a five
2: Yeah. Well, I was actually raving yeah. about the three point five, but the the caller uh, liked the five which I do too. Uh, it's yeah, just it's kind of old technology. It's just not as fuel efficient. But that's neither here nor there. Look at look at my website. And, and there'll be a Ford dealer there not too far from you.
1: Some car shows are just infomercials for dealers. Others mean well, but they just don't know enough. So get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, at 1-800-926-7777.
2: We're off to Los Angeles. Is it Moses? Is Moses, Andrew, yeah. Okay, welcome, pal. What can I do for you?
0: Hey, I uh, got a question. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking into um, having kids, so I, I wanted to start getting like a travel trailer. Yeah, and you know, going to going to campsite. So I was looking at a at a Super Duty, and I was also considering like the Denali 3.0 Duramax, but. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a 3.0, so I just had some concerns about it. So I want to get your input on
2: that. It's been a good engine so far. Um, It was was very fuel efficient out on the highway. I reviewed the Silverado version, same engine and transmission and all that. Um, 33 miles to the gallon out on the highway, which is great. With a diesel, you're going to get a lot more engine life. Uh, It's going to be reliable. How big is this trailer going to be?
0: Um, you know, definitely below, uh, 10,000 pounds, but you know, anywhere from five to Mm -hmm. five to 10.
2: Yeah. And you really need to narrow that down. I always tell people buy your trailer before you buy your truck, because sometimes when people go look at trailers, they got one trailer in mind and they end up getting a larger one. This truck's got a towing capacity of less than 10,000 pounds. This truck really wasn't built for towing. It's built for fuel economy, which it does and does very well. Uh, but you don't want to push it. You know, you don't want to put a, a ten thousand pound trailer on it when you know General Motors says it'll tow ninety three hundred. So get your trailer first, and then you can make the decision on half ton diesel. Actually, the the half ton diesel that has the most towing capacity is the Ram. And uh, that Cummins has been a doggone good engine. So I'd give that some thought too. But, um, you know, if if, if you're going to go with the diesel, and I love it. I love diesels, especially with that kind of fuel economy and a pickup. And with gas prices rising rapidly, um, I think it's a good deal. I just don't want you to get to not have enough truck. It's always better to have too much truck than not enough. So if you get out there and you get that 10 or 11,000 pound trailer and you need a a super duty which you would uh, then you you won't get hung with it. I hope that helps you and I hope everything works out. Feel free to call me back if you need anything else.
1: Feel like a VIP when you buy an SUV. Call CarPro USA to find the right one at the right dealer. 1-800-926-7777
3: Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. And one of Jerry's advice columns in this week's newsletter was to, well, it said, oh, the headline was, all sales are final. Don't skip the test drive. We talked to a woman earlier this morning who could have used reading that about, oh, a month ago.
2: Yeah, she bought herself a new Highlander and found out that it was too big for her. And I think if she'd have, I think if she'd have driven it more, she'd have figured that out before she bought it.
3: You mean uh, what what you call a thorough test drive?
2: Yes, it's very important. Uh, I've had not people, just
3: around the block or the salesman's route.
2: No, you need to you need to drive a half hour. I mean that's that's minimum. And the problem I think people are gonna have now.
3: <clears throat> no, no car
2: test drive. Well, that's part of it, and then. You know, when your car finally gets there, because most people are signing up in advance for a car, when your car does finally get there, you know, you've waited and waited, and now, you know, you really it want it. You just want to get it and go. But that's a mistake. My my point of this story was that a lot of people think there's a three-day cooling-off period, a of rescission. Uh, that's not true with cars. Uh, when you When you sign the papers – and you drive it out over the gate, it's yours. And so you don't really want to make that mistake. It can be very, very expensive. Let's talk to Patrick in Seattle, Washington. Patrick, welcome.
5: Hi, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, we're
2: doing good, pal. What's up?
5: All right. Hey, so I listened to your show, and I thought maybe you can help me out here. Uh, we, We, as a family, have a LR4 2015 that we bought brand new. Uh, always been serviced by the dealer at about 40,000 miles uh, or 40,000 miles. It had a pinging in the engine. We uh, took it to the dealer. They said, you need a full engine replacement, uh, which they did under warranty. It was in the shop for three months. Oh. After that, it went back to the shop four times. And this is during COVID. So minimal mileage being put on the car. The pinging's back, uh, you know, 10,000 miles later, and they said, guess, you need another engine replacement. Oh so my. this would be our third engine on 50,000 miles uh, on a, you know, a car that's been serviced by the dealer. You know, it's, it's pretty babied. Uh, and, and my question to them is, like, how, can, how do you determine that? And they're like, well, we can hear it. And I'm like, well, you, you can put your ear up to the engine and determine that it needs to be replaced? I mean, it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I'm not a mechanic uh and further they they just got into a bunch of baloney stuff back and forth that oh it's for this reason or that reason and it just they they've gone through a number of service managers and technicians there so i've got this car now parked in front of our house for almost a year and i'm not looking to make a dollar off of this i've frankly i've lost a lot of money because we had to go out and buy another car i just i don't i also don't want to take it to a junkyard right yeah sure i feel like it's unfair. I, I mean, the car was serviced by them. It was in there between engine two and proposed engine three. Uh, somebody should have raised a flag here.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think you've got a good Lemon Law case there. Uh, and, and I'm not, I'm, I apologize. I, I keep up with the Lemon Law in the states that my show airs in, but we, we're not in Washington. Um so you probably
5: sent to you through the LA affiliate.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's a strong signal. Um I yeah. I would I would Google Washington Lemon Law and read up on it. Uh, I think I think yep. you got a really, really good case there. Um, you know, the and it varies from state to state on you know, what's the charge for the miles that you did put on it, that you weren't having trouble with it. Some of these formulas sure. are right. real complicated. But that would be my first right. direction uh, is to look there and see if if it's like most states, you're not going to need an attorney to do it. All you're going to need to do is fill out some paperwork and send it in to the state, uh, probably your DMV, and then they'll get a hold of the Land Rover and and Land Rover may not want to even challenge it; they may just want to cut you a check. And there,
5: there's been a number of class action lawsuits uh, on the models. You know, I, I, from what I've seen to the year ending with this year, yeah, uh, specifically around these issues. So, it, you know, it's really unfortunate.
2: Yeah, it really is. And I I was a Range Rover owner for many years. Um, I had eight or ten, maybe eleven in a row, and I didn't yeah, keep sports, them long enough trucks. yeah oh yeah but I I knew not to keep it out of warranty and I would I would always yeah, trade you know, so you know. I went to yep. I went to a Porsche Cayenne this last time Just I, I was just that's tired I'm sorry <laughs>
5: that's that's exactly what we just bought <laughs> how
2: about that well I, I was yeah. sick of the little petty things with the rovers you know just yeah, just annoying little things uh, but I, I think that's your best shot, Patrick, and I I hope it does work out for you. And I want you to know I appreciate your okay. call. Thank you, sir. And Ron in Long Beach, Ron, welcome.
6: Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I'm considering I'm considering getting an electric vehicle, and in particular, I'm looking at the Hyundai Ionic Five, the SEL. Yeah. Version? Uh,
2: any opinions? I haven't reviewed it. I haven't been able to get my hands on one yet. Uh, I do think we've got it on the schedule, though, for sometime in the next. Uh, Amy's going to review it. I think it's. I think it's probably in the next few weeks. But let me tell you this: uh, got a real dear friend that owns a uh, Hyundai dealership in. Tustin, and his name's John Patterson. Just great guy. He he's got two or three dealerships there, uh, actually four. Uh, he is raving about this Ionic, and he is he is telling me that people who drive it say it's a game changer in electric vehicles. So I have not heard a single thing bad about it.
6: Yeah, I did t- take a test driving one, and it was very nice. It has a lot of nice features to it. Um, is there anything compatible to that that you might uh, recommend?
2: Well, you could you could always look at the Nissan Leaf. It's probably going to be the cheapest one out there. Um, I loved the ID four from Volkswagen. It's more of a SUV than it is a car. Um, and then you know, if you decide not to go fully electric uh, the Prius prime the it's a plug-in hybrid uh, so you're not you're not strapped down to charging stations uh, it'll it'll yeah. do about 25 miles of range maybe a little more uh, especially where you are with mild weather uh, it'll do 20 to 25 miles and then kick over to gasoline uh, and that might be something to look at too
6: yeah, I'm driving a um, Toyota a Prius V right now. It's been a good car, but um, I've got an itch to get uh, get electric.
2: Yeah, I understand. I understand. They're fun to drive, and and fast, and you know, there's there's a lot to love about them. But I would uh, I would certainly, you know, take stock of how many miles you're driving a day, and if a plug-in would do it, it'll be less money. But I think the Ionic is going to be a real big hit. Thanks for the call, Jeff.
1: Sometimes that great deal on a car, truck, or SUV is only great for the dealer. You never have to worry about that with a CarPro USA dealer. Call Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, now at 1-800-926-7777.
3: This is car Pro USA. looking at the newsletter this week. Besides the advice about all sales being final, so don't skip on the test drive column, Jerry did another one that I think, oh, well, I'm going to plead guilty to it, and I think a lot of other people would too. Take the time to learn about your new car. Yeah. When I'm getting a new car, all I want is for the salesman to hook up my iPhone, and I'll figure out the rest of it
2: but you never get around to it and you never get, you never get the full enjoyment level out of a car unless you know what it'll do.
3: No. And after driving the one I've got now for a little over a year, I still am only about halfway through the tricks.
2: Well, yeah. And I tell people to, you know, if you do have to get out of the dealership in a hurry, you know, don't tell yourself, don't kid yourself and say, I'm going to read the owner's manual. You're not going to, um, It's a little easier to read them online now, which you can find. in fact, we ran that in the newsletter not too long ago about uh, the website for different owners manuals that were online. That seems to help, but keep notes. You can do voice notes on your phone. You can wait till you get where you're going and write yourself a note, but figure out what you don't totally understand. And then go back to the dealership in a week or two after you've had the car and, They'll sit down with you if they're any, if they're any good at all. I know. I can tell you all of our dealers will. If they're, they'll set you down and walk you through those things, and then it's fresh on your mind, and you can move on. Then that's a, that's a good thing to do. I've done it myself. I'm not preaching. <laughs> Jeff, Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, Jeff. Welcome.
6: Hi. How you doing?
2: Good, pal. What's what can I help you with?
6: Good. Appreciate the show and your guys' knowledge. Thank you, uh, sir. Two questions. One, uh, I'm driving a QX60 now. Uh, it's about uh, three years plus coming up to the end of my lease. Had an FX35 before, loved it. This car, it's just kind of boring. I thought I wanted something a little bigger, but you lose a lot of styling. So I'm thinking about going back to something a little smaller, Wonder what you might recommend. That's going to last a while. I generally like to keep cars.
2: But you lease this one.
6: Yeah, this one I just wasn't sure, and I can write it off through the business, and you know yeah. buy it at the end on my own. So,
2: hey, just a question: Have you seen the new QX sixty that's out?
6: Uh, I have not really looked at it. No.
2: All right, I've got I've got a review and a video at my website. Just put in QX sixty in the search box, and while you're there, mm-hmm. look up QX fifty five. I had that back around christmas time if I, as i recall and i was really taken aback with it and that would be a little bit of a downsize they needed an suv to fit the bill between the qx50 and the qx60 so they kind of split the difference with the 55 had a fantastic interior but others to look at um you got to look at the the Genesis GV70 or GV80, depending on how much room. Yeah, I have
6: a friend that has one of those, and it seems to be a really nice car. Oh, I like the styling of yeah. the Jag too, but not sure about you know longevity on those.
2: Well, it's got a ten year, hundred thousand mile warranty, so I don't think you're going to get hurt. Okay, I'd certainly put that on the list. I like the Cadillac XT5 for a midsize, mm-hmm. and The competition to it is the Lincoln uh, Nautilus, which is great. And then if you want just the the best SUV probably ever built, get the Lexus RX 350. It's just, it's not overly exciting. It's, it Mm -hmm. doesn't trip my trigger. Let me tell you that. But if I were looking for something to keep for a very long time, that's the way I would go. And, And so good choices there for you, uh, you can get out of your lease right now if you see something that you like and want. Uh, with the with, with the way you, the used car, especially SUVs, are kind of money they're bringing now, you'll have equity in it at this time, even though your lease isn't up, buddy. We got to run, but I do appreciate the call.
1: When you buy the wrong vehicle, you pay over and over again. First when you buy it, then again every single time you get in it. Find the right car for how you drive. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
3: How good is it being a CarPro VIP? Well, a listener named Dennis says he couldn't have asked for a better experience. You set him up with your buddy, Trey Russell, the general manager at Five Star Ford in Carrollton. Handles people from all over Texas. He called our listener personally. They set up a time for an appointment a week later. The day of the appointment, Trey called him just to confirm everything. And he and his wife drove to the dealership, talked with Trey. And of course, they didn't have a truck in the lot that was exactly what it wanted. So Trey said, well, let's order one. You get the $2,000, 0%, blah, 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 blah. So they confirmed the order, had the deal done, sealed in less than an hour. Wow. He said he would never buy another vehicle unless he used the Jerry Reynolds and the team at CarPro USA system.
2: Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, Trey's a good guy.
3: Yeah, he takes care of so many of our
2: listeners. Oh, he, he's just a good guy, you know. I, he's a dear personal friend of mine, too. You know, when... My son wanted to get in the car business. So that's where I sent him Yep. to Trey.
3: Your son sold me three different trucks when I was just bringing them in for an oil change.
2: Yeah, he was like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, he'd walk up to me and he'd say, Kevin, what would you think? I'd be driving like a year and a half old truck. He said, what would you think if I could get you into brand new one of these and your payment wouldn't change? Well, how can I turn that down? <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: Like it three deal. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Listen, if you are in an area that only gets two hours of the show, we've got a podcast that'll be up at 2.30 Central Time this afternoon, 12.30 Pacific Time, and you can get that third hour that uh, we're fixing to do right now. So join us for the podcast. It's under radio at carprousa.com.
1: Hey, don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777.
3: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it.